To answer is human. To question is divine. Welcome to the world of the Hidden Gateway, an exhilarating podcast exploring the concepts humans have been struggling with since the dawn of existence, such as, who are we? Is there such a thing as good and evil, or are they arbitrary constructs? Does the paranormal exist? How can we evolve to a higher state? Can our mind influence what we term as reality? Providing a transcendental approach combined with hard-nosed humanistic analysis, we invite you on a journey to question your worldview in this theater of life. Join our host, Justin Williams, as he explores the outer realms of faith, the supernatural, human potential, and even our concepts of the universal creator with a fascinating array of guests. This is the unseen world, magical, mysterious, and mystical, where your only limitation is your imagination. This is The Hidden Gateway. Welcome to another episode of The Hidden Gateway Podcast. I am your host, Justin Williams, and today's guest is Mr. Kevin Jenkins. Kevin is a social activist, truth warrior, freedom fighter, He is a very passionate and powerful speaker, and he is also founder and CEO of Urban Global Health Alliance. Now, Urban Global Health Alliance is an organization that partners with communities to empower and engage on the issues of health and wellness. Urban Global Health Alliance recognizes that in an increasingly urbanized world, health issues present new challenges that go far beyond. His organization is doing great things for humanity. Kevin is just not talking the talk, but is definitely walking the walk. His good works are based on principles and values that are very clear. He is without doubt a man that is about his business and is authentic as they come. Kevin, I'm honored to have you on the Hidden Gateway podcast today. How are you doing, sir? Thank you, Jess. I'm doing well. Thank you. I just got off a plane, man. I had to run, and I knew we were supposed to do the call. I just didn't know when. I was trying to figure it out. And, you know, of course, you know, getting off a plane, I've been traveling. I've been, I think I've been to six cities in like a week and a half, two weeks. Oof. And I've been shown the documentary Medical Racism, oh. you know, and, and laying, a, laying a, a footprint so people can understand what exploitation is, what experimentation is, how these same corporations, you know, has done the same thing in Africa, doing the same thing here, eviscerating the black vape the black race and it's a real real serious issue for me so uh so my thing is it, for me it's important to go around the country so i can link people together to say look at these atrocities understand that they're true whatever they're telling you in your world is not true and as white americans black americans or whatever tribe you're on you're in or, or a part of we still have the same struggle the same fight together you know that's one of the reasons why justin i've been pushing back on this race narrative because it's absolutely just ridiculous at this point in history. Now, am I aware of systemic racism? Am I aware of structural racism? I, am I aware of government acting as a, you know, a obstacle to black Americans to move forward um, as it relates to economic development or as it relates to all? Well, yeah, I, I, I understand all of that. I'm rich in that history. I'm a, I am a black American male that's rich in this history and understand what it means to be black. But this whole racial issue is all being concocted by a radical group of people and I dare say the radical left that have now said life is worth nothing. You know, your your body should be commoditized and used and managed by them. 
because they know what's best for you. You know, Malcolm said the same thing. Malcolm mm-hmm. said the same thing. I mean, um, Martin said the same thing. They all said the same thing that I'm saying. Right. There's nothing foreign. But what's so tragic about it is that, you know, I'm 58 years old and we're still talking about it. And I think the reason why we're still talking about it is because we have not purged, listen to the word I'm saying, purged the barbarian that looks like you and I are conti- that's continuing to sell, sell us garbage as hope. Mm-hmm. Or to continue working for the oligarchs and being the, the mouthpiece for black Americans. Because the radical left want us to be, wants, wants to tell us what to do. They want to guide us what to do. And that's not been working for us for the last 60 some odd years. Gotcha. So that's why we created the Urban Global Health Alliance, mm-hmm. you know, an institution that was singular focused on changing the culture of health, but in three pockets, you know, education, public policy, right? That's mm-hmm. that's very, very important. Education, public policy are the key elements to how we, in advocacy, how we move people to educate them to take power over their own health. Right. Right now, black Americans are the sickest people on earth because we've turned our bodies over to the white coats. You know, we ran away from the the ones with the hood and the white coats. Now we're running to the white coats, and now they're taking all of our life away from us. And, I mean, basically, they're the biggest drug dealers in the world. Mm. And they're immune from immunity. Right. They're indemnified from immunity. Right. So, I mean, for me, at this present moment, we're, we're fighting so many fights right now. And for black Americans to be engaged in that narrative, right, that's a victim narrative. I don't subscribe to that. Okay. I grew up in the projects. I went to private school. I had every opportunity. My mm-hmm. mother and father worked. And when I say projects, I'm actually being, that's an offensive term. I grew up in a community of people that loved me, trained right. me, developed me, okay. empowered me. So when I say project, it even is even in my consciousness, which I know better should to never call my, my community the hood or mm-hmm. the projects. What the hell is that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we subscribe to it because we're sold, sold it every day by people that look like us. Don't worry about the barbarians at the gate. Worry about the barbarians inside. So in building this institution, it gave me an opportunity to see what health is all around the world. What does health look like in Germany? What does um, health look like in France? What does health look like in Africa or any other parts of the world? And they have the same story. The same, same evil tyrants in the pharmaceutical industry are killing their people too. They're the most powerful force in the world. I don't know, I don't know how old you are, but at one time it was tobacco. At one time it was oil. Now we have another transition, but this is it because what they're doing is, you know, those two entities, those two corporations just want you to use their product. Right. What this new formation is, is to control your body, to commoditize your mind and take power over who you are as a human being, like rewriting your, your DNA in faith, you know? So this is a very critical time for black Americans. And I think black Americans have been quite silly, you know, and buying that narrative, you know, I, I have this saying, Justin, that uh, black Americans are the greatest employees of the corporation of white supremacy. Hmm. We work hard for them every day. We love them. But we, but we want to point to the, the middle class white person, the poor white person, and say, well, that's the enemy. When in fact, the oligarchs that are working against you and paying you to work against yourself is your enemy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're all looking at that guy when in fact, this global entity of, of people are now planning perpetual slavery like we've never seen before in our lives. So that's this is how deep this is now. Very deep. So when I went down the rabbit hole, Justin, I, so I wanted to give you a perspective of where my head is now. Okay. Looking at transhumanism, looking at the, the infrastructure they're putting in place right now to like really monitor our lives. You won't be able to travel. You won't be able to eat. You won't be able to shop. You won't be able to love. You won't be able to control your children. That's slavery at a whole nother name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
That's but black Americans understand that more than anyone on earth. So we are detached from reality. I mean, forget about being detached from the matrix. Black Americans as a group, we have failed. We just have to tell the truth. And you have to call any of these modern day slave catchers that are going around telling our people to take a biologic, an experimental biologic that's not out of trials yet, right. that we are the guinea pigs and they'll have a sense of history when this has been done, this has been done before mm-hmm. to white communities, black communities, and all communities. Right, right. But our body, our body is the, 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 the main force of what this country was built on. The experimentation, exploitation, right? We were the, we were the backbone to the, the global economy. Yeah. And you mean to tell me you're turning your body back over to the same people that enslaved us before? That means we have a deep, we're deeply sick. That's self, self-hatred. So as a black American, I have a sense of that history. Right. So you said self-hatred. Where does that, that come from? Well, self-hatred comes from the fact that we are bounded. We, black Americans are bounded by whiteness. So we can't think of ourselves beyond that moment in history, that tragedy in history. That rooted evil in history. Mm-hmm. We were doing it during Reconstruction. We were doing it. Mm-hmm. We were building our communities, building economy, building ownership. We got away from that. We em- we embraced all of their theology to enslave us. Mm-hmm. The welfare system, the failed school system, the black elected official that looks like you and I that betrays us every day because they work for the oligarchs and they're only interested in their own, you know, their own personal gain. Right. The activist that comes into your community and tells you, I understand your pain, <laughs> but as soon as they get some money, they leave you with the pain. Yeah, right, right. You see? So I'm calling them all out because I'm an insider. Uh-huh. I know what it means to build a community. I know what it is to build an institution. I know what it is to look deeper into something. That's why at Urban Global Health Alliance, we're exploring the science, but we also are sending a different message for all of us. Hmm. This is beyond race. This is about humanity. And if you don't take the time to listen because you're being manipulated by big pharma news or you're being manipulated by a church that closed up their churches and zoomed in Jesus, now they hope they ch- open up their churches to sell the devil product. Hey. <laughs> that is not Jesus. That right. is just an institution with a greedy bunch of people and a bunch of people that are asleep because they don't represent the black church I grew up in. Well said. That talked about ownership, that talked about family, that talked about love, that talked about a liberating Jesus Christ. Yes, yes. Not a, a, a Jesus Christ that the narrative was based on your your bondage. Mm. Man, that's powerful, so Kevin. That's where I'm at right now. Okay. Know? That's where I'm at right now, Chester. And I'm I'm in that space right now. That's why I I, I was a little disappointed in myself this evening when I kind of got on late because I want you to know what you're doing as a black American man. And you know, and having this conversation with me is so timely because when I first started on this journey, on the health journey, the the biologic journey, you know, you know what I want to say, yeah, right? Yeah. But it, it got me to thinking, you know, from the historical perspective of like, what have I done? Like, wait a minute, all of this stuff I said I did is great, but I was using same this, some of the same. When um, when you come in my house, you see, walking out of my house, you see Harriet Tubman. Coming in my house, you see um, Frederick Douglass. That's my state of mind. Wow. Okay. 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 So, so when you talk about what it means to be free, what it means to be healthy, what it means to be a, commu- a healthy community what it means to have ownership, what it means to stand up for yourself. That is my consciousness. And we have a lot of black Americans in our community that are not conscious. They have to catch up to us. Uh-huh. I'm not I'm not going to continue to keep going back there when, in fact, it's time for you to catch up. That's why the world is passing us by. Because mm-hmm. you turn on your TV, you're watching Rachel Maddow and Joe Scarborough, and you're reading. That now, none of those institutions have any value. They're completely owned by the oligarchs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. They don't, so journalism is over, as you know it. Because right now, as yeah. a black American, I'm being censored. As a black American, when they talk about structural racism, institutional racism, they have a foreign country investigating me because I'm against their what? Their narrative. And their narrative is based on what? Trying to wipe out my people. And they can't disqualify what I'm saying because the history is true. The Negro Project, Margaret Sanger. Mm, yes. She said we have to get the most most well-spoken Baptist ministers and ministers to be our representatives to fool black people to abort their children. Right. The CDC, the World Health Organization, NIH, right? All of these organizations that are these quasi-institutions have been profiting off our bodies. Yes. Yes. Wow. So you know, when I'm at this age, I'm at this point in my age now, you know, enough. I'm not. You gotta catch up. And then, like you said, it may not be for everybody, right? It may not be for everybody. And that's something that I'm starting to realize is I get more uh, mature in, in regards to what's going, what's really going on, going on out here in, in learning truth, that uh, the way the truth isn't for everybody. They're, I don't know, I kind of liken it to uh, the chosen few, if you will, the chosen few. Um, yeah. You know, listen, what you're doing, I, I, I got to tell you something. I, you know, I was with some real, I was on a, I'm on three tours at one time, right? Mm-hmm. And I still have to do the business of Urban Global Health Alliance yes. because we've created several companies out of it. Okay. So I'm a partner of Freedom Airway. So we're not waiting around. You know what, Freedom Airway is really cool because what we're doing now, because we knew the industry was going to shift and it was going to use this biologic as a weapon against us to stop us to, from traveling, stop us from shopping. We knew that. Right. So we started building out businesses based on all of my partner's experience. And one of my partners, who is genius, did the research to create this new company called Freedom Airway. Go on freedomairway.com. And what it does, it, what we're doing now, we're looking, we're purchasing planes, we're purchasing routes, we're looking at cities and looking at countries that represent what we represent as based on values. We don't wear masks, you will not be tested. So we're creating this new airlines that really represent freedom. Wow. Okay? Man. So, right, so in the next phase of that, we're right now doing a development strategy because that's my background, I know development. I'll get into that privately with you, but you know we're now getting ready to build out micro communities. Really, where our own schools will be, our own shopping, our own. We're never going to go back. We never want to go back to that life again. We never want the government to be able to have control over it. That's another story. I mean, we've allowed our government to like eviscerate us when we put them in office. We finance them and we vote for them. We are weak. I'm at the point now. I'm just calling it what we are. We're weak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We love our little candy. We love our little comfortability. We love. You know, looking at housewives of whatever, but (laughs) we're not trained. We're not trained to analyze history. We're not trained to understand how to own. We're trained. We're trained to say, take this or leave it. Right. And it makes me also think about the media. Obviously, they play a huge factor in influencing people. Well, the media is a part of the CIA in the military industrial complex. Oh, I forgot. That's a conspiracy. You know know what a conspiracy is? (laughs) What's a conspiracy? You You know what the greatest conspiracy is? Ignorance. Ignorance. There you go. There you go. Right. Right. Media is something else. They, they really are. So I don't think black Americans want to hear um, this voice in full bloom because it's painful. Because mm. mm. I lived in the real world. I understand what this is about. I, I listen, obviously God is working with you. You know, look what you're doing. You know, look what we're doing. See, they, they don't look at us as the best example. Mm. They look at Jay-Z. Jay-Z said, I was, because I don't watch the news. I don't watch any of this stuff. <laughs> but I was on my phone and Jay-Z said he wants to be re- be remembered like um, Mar- um, um, what's his name? Oh my God! Much as I listen to him, I'm losing my mind right now. Um, 
the reggae singer, Bob Marley. Bob Marley. Okay. He said he wanted to be remembered like Bob Marley. I said, well, that guy must have never listened to Bob Marley. <laughs> he His frequency could never get that high. Yeah. I mean, if you listen to Bob Marley, what he was saying is relevant to today. Yes. If you listen with Malcolm, frequencies were so high to even suggest that you want to be remembered as Bob Marley, you just rivalize his deepness, like his spiritual connection. Like, could you imagine? Do you think because you put some twist in your hair and, you know, you get out there and do what you do, that you you can actually, like, put yourself in his shoes? That's, that's interesting. You know about him, that, that's that's he was divinely conscious. Yeah. That's interesting. That's See, something I was actually going to ask you about these celebrities and, and ball players who are in your face saying, take the shot, take the shot. You have to, you have to take the biologic, how they're being used. Well, those guys, but you, you know, it's, it's really interesting because I talk about this a little bit, Justin. I talk about, about it a lot. As you can see, I have a lot to say tonight since I'm chilling with you. I'm just chilling here with you. <laughs> Um, the black celebrity class is not the black celebrity class that you and I grew up with. Hmm. I call them devil worshippers. Devil worshippers. Go into that. Yeah, Tell me about that. Well, consciously, if you think about all of the actors and actresses and professional basketball players and football players when we were growing up, they were deeply conscious about what was happening in their community. Yeah. They didn't use it as an opportunity to promote that you care about black people. Hmm. They were in it. They understood it. They understood what was happening at that moment that defining second in their life. Right. These people now, they're just proxies of the corporation of white supremacy. Okay. They have no they're not rooted in anything. Okay. They're they're athletes, they're, they're they're actors or whatever. They might want a half of a half percent of them might have a brain. But if you really sit down and talk to them, they're really buying into the dogma because that's who pays them. Yeah. So you have to understand our athletes would would have left football. They would have left basketball. Uh -huh. They defined the country. They defined the world. Ali all of us. Look, yeah. on my wall here, I got there. I he got is. Joe Lewis. Okay. Right here. Okay. Now you can tell you why I got Joe Lewis. What? People think Joe Lewis was a clown. Joe Lewis took care of more Black Americans and actually paid for every Black golfer to keep Black golfers playing golf. You wouldn't have Tiger Woods if it wasn't for Joe Lewis. Wow. Okay. Right. Okay. And then I got Muhammad Ali. There he is. Yes, sir. But you see, he has his. You see, he has his hands up like this. Yes. Well, every time somebody sees that picture, they say, "Well, Kevin." Um, he's over, um, you know, um, who did he fight? Um, is it Frazier? Sonny Liston. Liston. He's over Sonny Liston. Okay. No, his arms is not over Sonny Liston's. It's over the American flag. He defeated it for his people. Ooh, okay. If you look into the picture, the guy that did it for me, the American flag is floating at the bottom. Oh, okay, okay. So you got to be conscious. The majority of black Americans in this country are not conscious. Never mind. Just don't, don't get me started on Africa. That's a whole nother thing. <laughs> but just in this country. So the, the pseudo-intellectual, the fake celebrity class that's building, they're trying to build their brands on a Harry Belafonte or a Bill Cosby. I mean, you got to understand what those guys were doing back then. They were like ruling the world. They were bringing people together to have a bigger conversation about ownership, not slavery. Power, not slavery. They were deep. So, Kevin, what happened? What, what happened if they were doing that back then and these what happened we were not good we were we were not good um stewards of the of the fight okay because we got mixed up we got activism mixed up with doing the work we got activism mixed up with th uh, thinking critically we got active so we emotionalized everything from that point mm. and that's why we lost everything mm. sounds like that could have been set up purposely 
for it to no, go that see, way. You can't, I can't even say I can't even say that anymore. Okay. Because it's what you accept. Mm. You know, I could have easily accepted. I'm an insider. I, I could be doing something else. Okay. But it's for how I was trained not to do that something else. To use the system, manipulate the system, but not ever, 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 ever be a part of wiping your people out in, in unison with the system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what's happening now. All of these modern day slave catchers that look like you on TV, they're like they're the worst of the worst. They were worse than the, you know, this 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 the, the, the slave catchers of back then because they're modern. They're more modernized. They're pretty. They look great. You know, you think they're really. They're not saying anything. They're reading mm-hmm. a, a, a prompter, and the propaganda is there. And if they don't do it, they'll be fired. Because you know why it's so easy for them to get turned over and rolled over. Because we don't own anything. Right. We're right. afraid of the ownership issue. Uh-huh. That's why we keep going back to Tulsa. Oh, remember what they did in Tulsa? Right. Oh, my God. Because we don't want to do the work today. Okay. Okay. And Tulsa was not the only one. That was all over the country. Mm. See, they don't tell you about the other ones, though. Because Well, you black know. Americans, they don't want to spend the time to talk about the other ones because they talk about racism. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Wow, man. Racism. Racism. So they're actually working with the same people that they really probably call racist, but they're taking their money and then they're lying to their people and say, oh, that group is racist, but the people that are they're working for is racist because they they control the system. Mm. I mean, so what are you what are you talking about? Anytime I see an activist, I bust out laughing. I'm like, well, what the hell is that? Yeah. So what are your it's thoughts on Black Lives Matter? I, I, they don't exist. Okay. I mean, first of all, Black Lives, think about, okay, I'm going to take a deep breath. That's a good question. Okay. Black lives matter. First of all, what is it? But when you say black lives matter, it's basically, you're basically asking to exist. Mm. I matter. I matter. Now, you built the country. Your black body was commoditized to build the country, and you're asking for permission to matter. No, I say black lives have value. Value. <sighs> okay. I like that. Value. Right. Value meaning my body, right? Mm-hmm. My, my burden built this country. We brought value to this country, mm. to this republic, because we're not a democracy. People have to stop saying that. There's no such, it's a, we are a republic. Mm-hmm. 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 So think about that. Black Lives Matter, what does it mean? It means nothing. It is a tool, it is a proxy to confuse us about the issues that we need to be talking about today. Right. Use as a tool of, of separation, correct? Well, separation in the sense that we need to separate, you know, not from the world, separate from not working with people, but do a deeper dive of who we are as black Americans and what we truly want. Mm-hmm. What happened to our values? I, I, I told somebody the greatest economic failure in black history. Um, I always ask this question. What is the greatest economic failure in black, in black history? Economic failure. And people give me all of this stuff. Like, oh, well, all of that is good. I said, but let me tell you what I knew going back and doing a retrospective of where we were as a people in that particular time. When Martin Luther King was in his early 30s, he did a boycott of Montgomery, right? Mm-hmm. And for almost a year and a half, right? I don't know how many days, but it was a year and a half. They stopped using those buses because those buses, right, were, um, that transportation network was used to suppress us as human beings, mm-hmm. right? As it's, at its core. It was a racist institution that engages engage in a racist racist policies to make us feel like garbage. Mm. Right now, that's racist structure created a race racist environment 
and the racists in that environment that benefited from it treated us like garbage, right? Right, right. That's the corporation of white supremacy okay. at the local level, right? Right. Okay, so after that year and a half, what did we do after we had some victory? We went back and got on their bus. <laughs> sure did. So we are bounded by whiteness. Yeah. Mm. Right now, we said we wanted to segregate the schools. The schools in urban America are more desegregated. desegregated. The schools in urban America are more segregated than ever. But majority of the people that are running these schools, right, are black Americans with black mayors, with black council, with black freeholders, whatever you want to call them. Mm -hmm. And they still got failing schools. You want to talk about double underemployment, triple underemployment? Well, you're the mayor, you're the leader, you're the congressman, whatever you are at the local level. That means the city that you run is an emerging market. You have control over the flow of capital. Right. You don't have to. And they still call themselves minorities <laughs> when they have ownership. That's, that's, that's slavery by another name. So just start there. And then we send our kids off to these colleges. Right. Yes. And then they get indoctrinated with some crazy stuff with a guy that probably never had a job in his life. He was a teacher. Now he's a professor. Mm-hmm. And he really, you really listen to that guy. <laughs> so, cause we don't have strong institutions in our community. anymore. They COINTELPRO got rid of them. Mm-hmm. And then the philanthropists who had all the money fed them a little bit of money. And when they got off track and got out of cold, they took their money from them because we never owned those institutions. Never owned. We them. were just managers of poverty. You know, the great, the, the black elected official in this country has one job and one job only to manage poverty. Right. Right. So if a black person in their, their, their tribe wants to dispute what I'm saying, I, I ask this on every show. I come and debate me. Uh, scientists, right? Pseudo intellectual, you know, athlete, extraordinaire, <laughs> extraordinaire. Because <laughs> that's what they think. They think they they special. Yeah, they're not bounded to anything. They're still bounded by whiteness too. Well, you say so let's talk. Huh? Sometimes it makes like they sound black. Well, you know, we got a we got Black Lives Matter. Man, stop. <laughs> some of these guys are really nice guys, man. I'm serious. Uh-huh. Like I'm a big LeBron James fan, but right. I think he's being snippered. Yes. I agree. I agree. I know someone made a comment. Yeah, he, did, yeah. he went from he went from good to terrific. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, LeBron, man, that's a that's a whole other topic. I, I know someone. I, I love. I actually love that kid. Uh-huh. I think he is a good guy. But see, he doesn't have giants around him. Okay. Explaining. You know, he. You know who called him Barack Obama? That ain't a good example. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get me started on that. Let's let's get started on it, man. Let's talk about Barack, man. Well, Barack Obama was a tool of the military-industrial complex in uh, uh, Wall Street. That's it. That's all he was. Okay. He never intended on having any conversation with Black Americans at all, and Black Americans have such a low self-esteem hmm. that you know they just fell for the first Black. We're still saying in the 21st century the first Black. Right. Every time there's a first Black, oh my God, he's the first Black. We have to. Everybody gives the first Black an award. I find it fascinating. I, I laugh about this stuff. First black like, Wait a minute. I don't have a, want anybody to call me the first of anything. Yeah. That's a setup, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm having fun with you today. I'm having some fun. It's great, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Let's talk about that biologic again, Kevin. So I'm, I'm hearing reports and seeing reports that um, the people that actually take the biologic are affecting those who did not. Like I heard something about well, yeah. women having issues yeah. with their menstrual cycle and all other types of stuff. 
Yeah, that, that's absolutely true. Um, we call it transmission. Transmission. It's transmission. Okay. Shedding the traditional vaccine, which is not, you know, we could go to, I mean, the traditional biologic, I should say, um, you know, it's slightly different. This is not a uh, traditional biologic, right? This is not at all. This right. is a mRNA technology that's put in your body. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Period. Okay. It's not going to stop transmission. It's not going to stop you stop you from being healthy. But it is going to what it is going to do when your body has to fight a disease. I'm giving it to you simple. Mm -hmm. Have to fight something, it won't recognize it. Ooh. And then there lies the problem. See, all these people are dying, right? Right. They're dying because of informed consent. Nobody's telling them that this is what's in it. This is what the effects of it is. We're still in trials because it's not about your health. It's about platforming your body into perpetual slavery. Wow. Okay. Now you talked about you informed consent. Now I, I saw something that uh, I think you were in Colorado. This may have been last year or earlier this year. And you were speaking on Senate Bill 163. I believe it's in Utah yeah. as well. Um, and I'm guessing other states will follow. Can you can you walk us through that and tell us what that's all about? Well, well how I got in this, just just it, how I got in this is because of those kinds of bills okay. that were going to take your medical exemptions away to protect your child from an industry that was protected by the government, the 1986 vaccine injury bill, yes. right? That indemnifies um, um, those companies that produce that biologic from the damage that it does to your body. Uh -huh. You should look that up, Okay. right? Okay. So what Big Pharma has been doing is going all around the country, getting black elected officials to work against their own community. I'm just dealing with the black folk, because majority of the black folk are signing on, taking your um, religious exemptions away from you, from parents that already have um, biologically biologic damaged children. Mm. They understood this issue. They were calling those women crazy. Oh, those just some some rich white women with nothing to do. Mm. This is what the industry framed them from a marketing perspective. But they were right. Something was happening to their children. Right. Guess what? They were right because something's happened to the majority of our black children. Right, right, right. Look how many young girls are obese. Look how uh, um, these young girls have auto, I mean, um, autoimmune diseases. Look at all the chronic illness. Look at all of the um, stuff that's going on in our community right now. We are sick people. That's why they knew weapon mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to finish margaret sanger's job 1939 eugenics 3.0 now 3.0 final call now now this is the final call final 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 call for black americans wow so they're using this industry the health industry that biologic industry right as a platform to eviscerate us to finally fulfill hitler's plan but finally fulfill the white races of that time the policies that were driven at that time to wipe us off the face of the earth Wow. Now that's racist. That's racist. Mm -hmm. Now, if you want to have that conversation, that's racist. Yeah. That's a system. That was an infrastructure that was in place to monitor and control your black body. Right. Now, Kevin, as but you. Now, oh, no, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead, sir. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. No, I was just going to ask you as you travel around the country and go into different communities and cities, do you have support from white people as well? In no, different no, types of I got support from everybody around the world. Good. Okay. Black people, white people, okay. everyone. Good, good, good. Because good. When I'm, I'm, my message is slightly different. Uh -huh. I'm talking about unification. I'm talking about an acknowledgement of the history, right? I'm talking about how do we work together to fight these global tyrants that are going to now, you know, put out a slave passport. We should know better. We know what it is to be told not to travel. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that passport. Yes. It's a slave passport. Okay. Stop calling it the V passport. Right. It's a slave passport. Okay. They're going to use that. 
right? To control how you bank, control where you work. It's a social credit system. Mm -hmm. So the financial industry is involved in it. The education cartel is involved in it. The pharmaceutical industry is involved in it. The global um, tyrants are involved in it. They've been working on this forever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we're the missing link because they want to get rid of us. Right. Right. And you got black Americans like uh, Magic Johnson to my, I did the research. Every time I think about it, I bust out like, <laughs> Magic Johnson did the research. Right? <laughs> I mean, you got black Americans doing like this, posing like it's patriotic to turn their bodies Man. back over to slaves. Man. And then the people that are saying they don't, they don't want to subscribe to that, they're now being demonized. They're now being dehumanized, demonized, destroyed, and, and criminalized. Right. So that's what happened to Martin. That's what happened to all of the great men of their time. COINTELPRO, the government, got together and developed a marketing campaign to eviscerate and destroy those, those men. And then they went into the community, got people that look like me, and made them feel important. And then those people worked tirelessly every day to eviscerate us. Right. Now, Kevin, what so do we don't want to have that conversation. No, nah, right, right. What do people like you and I do and, and others that, and others whose thoughts align with ours, when this passport comes out, right? Like, oh, it's not going to come out. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. That can, that can never come out. Okay. No, what you need to do, I mean, I'm asking you to have a bigger conversation. Like, you might need to, like, spend, I'll get I'll get people to come on your show to talk about this. Okay. I'm going to get Allison McDowell to come on your show. Okay. I'm going to get um, Naomi Wolf to come on your show. Okay. Put those names down, and this week I work on getting them. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Because I have people asking me, they say, hey, Justin, you know, what, what am I going to do when they make the biologic mandatory where I can't travel, they, they, where they I can't? Won't, they, won't make it, they won't make it mandatory if we fight back. Yeah. Okay. See, you know, that's like, that, that is a slave mentality. That is a mm-hmm. victim mentality. Mm-hmm. You know it's bad, so why aren't you galvanizing your community? Yes. Why aren't you talking to your loved ones? Right. Why aren't you saying we got to push back on this? Now that, now that is the corporation of white supremacy in action. Right, okay. Now you wanna talk about racism and race, that is the most racist thing you can do. And you got black people out here talking about some, and it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. That is the most racist thing in the world to do. Hmm. Yeah. To connect your health to your movement. To connect your health to your uh, the ownership of who you are. Now check this out though. But black Americans should know that we're gonna be the ones because we're already a bottom cast mm-hmm. because we're not doing the things we need to. We are bottom cast. So who do you think this is going to impact first? We're the sickest. We got diabetes. You can't travel because you got diabetes. You got heart disease. You can't travel. What are you talking about? <laughs> and black Americans, are, when I was in Las Vegas to do the speech, I was with um, Angela Stanton King, yes. and she's doing this tour, Real Talk. It was powerful. Yes. Right? It was very powerful. Mm-hmm. And black men was on that panel and they were having a deep conversation. Not that that other conversation. Right. They were having a real conversation. Real conversation. I was very impressed by it. I was very, as a matter of fact, I was proud to be a part of that. Wow. Okay. Okay. So, so this slave pass is what it is. Okay. So who's the sickest? They're going to say, well, Ms. Johnson, you can't leave out of your house because of this. And if we don't sign your pass, you're done. Hmm. <laughs> what black American in the right mind would even be? I, 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 somebody told me that Joy Reid, who is a, 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 I can't even, I can't even have a conversation about that. Girl. Yeah, I, you can't, I, you can't I, talk about that one. <laughs> I'm not. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just my stuff is going. I, I didn't, I didn't do this well. Like I would not apologize. No, but, you're off. You're fine, man. Um, so, um, 
you know, like, like, you know, I, I mean, when she opens up her mouth, that is clearly a tool of the oligarch. Mm -hmm. That is clearly a person that's comfortable with distorting, distorting the truth that knows is going to impact her people. But the problem with her, she's not from these people. Wow. She actually believes she's better than these people. Okay. You get where I'm going with that. I right? do. I do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, I, I wanted to ask you about the PCR test as well. You know, as far as I'm concerned, it's not legit. I've actually heard people say that they've taken the test three to four times in, in one day. Results all over the place. Well, the PCR test is a fraud. The creator of the PCR test said it should never be used this way. And the PCR, oh. PCR test was used to trap us. Dr. Mullis, I'll send you that information. Okay. Um, he died, actually, as a matter of fact, a couple of years ago of cancer. Um, he said it should never be used this way, but the PCR test is the, the con. That's the three-card Monty. Okay. That, that was the thing that they used to keep you in your house. So let's just say what they created was never supposed to be used, but I'm on a consortium of some top scientists, and we raising $300,000 to dis disprove the PCR test because it's all about cycles, cycle thresholds. So anything above 30, 30 picks up, I think it's 30, picks up all of the fragments of all the things that you might have in your body from different kinds of viruses or diseases. It picks up the, the, the garbage. Mm -hmm. So the frequency is high, it's picking up the garbage. It's not SARS-2. It's not saying, oh, you have COVID. We can get into, I mean, that thing. I got to tell you, I'm sorry. Actually. Oh, you right. shouldn't be saying that word on your show, especially with me on it. You might not have been able to show it again. <laughs> So, but but so the threshold so if you went to a doctor right now and you said you have to take a pcr test which you should if you don't have the symptoms because when you normally had symptoms you went home and you went to bed that's right or if you had any comorbidity issues you had to go to the hospital uh -huh. and they would probably give you a steroid or give you something to open up your lungs and get your body functioning which i don't always, i don't recommend that but i so i know how they did that i know how they do that right so so right now the pcr test it's been a fraud. That was the tool that they locked us down with. And now it's unraveling. So you're starting to see a lot of people run for cover. They're mm. running for cover. Everybody's going to start running for cover soon. Yeah. Because this is because we've seen these max, max, mass V programs before in history. And this is a disaster. But here's the deal. This is the first time, it's, it's, I mean, I think it's, that I know of, that this experimental biologic, we are the guinea pig. We are. Yes, we are. We are the guinea pigs. So, you know, people are dying already. Mm -hmm. People are sick already. People are, I mean, you know, this is how unethical is this? How uneth unethical to still have an experimental biologic in the marketplace when people are dying all around the world? From all of them. All of them. Not just Johnson and Johnson, all of them. And black people really in their mind, I'm talking about black people, I know white people are doing it too, but black people, you know, are just, it's just interesting when I hear people say, oh, I took the shot. Yeah. How did that ever become a part of our lexicon? Our language of <laughs> right. how, yeah. how is that? Did you for breakfast? Did you take the shot? I mean, that's <laughs> man, <laughs> I'm laughing because it's true. I've been in these same conversations, man. I mean, I'm like, Everywhere you I go. Mean, I mean, you've never told anybody your medical business. Never. <laughs> I never, never. And then you tell I them never. no. I tell them no, man. I'm, it's not for me. I'm not taking it. They, they, you know, like I'm, I'm the disease. I'm something wrong with me. Yeah, you're the healthy person. <laughs> right. The healthy person is going to be the pariah, right? Right. So, hey, I, I think it's. I just think it's interesting. So, so I kind of laugh about it because it goes to show you our level of mental illness. Yeah. Now that's mental. Look, a person that's mentally ill is someone we should care about and nurture because there's something wrong with their brain. Right. There's nothing wrong with these people's brains. 
propaganda has warped their intelligence Man. to think, you know, critically. So when I say mentally ill, I'm going to have to get another word to fit in there so people can understand what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Those people are willful idiots. And, you know, and they'll come in and attack you. Yes, yes, they will. I've been a victim oh, of that. Well, <laughs> you can't come over to my house. Yeah. Because I poisoned myself and you're healthy. Yeah, man, I've even dealt with it yeah, at work, man. <laughs> you know, it's, it's crazy. It's yeah, crazy. But, but I got to tell you, you know, there's a several books. Um, there's a book called Acres of Skin hmm. by um, Hornbloom. Uh, Acres of Skin. Okay. You got to read that book. Gotcha. We'll do. There's another book called Against Their Will. Oh, man, that'll blow your mind. Against Their Will. And um, Hornbloom and a lady named Newman did that book. Okay. And then Harry Washington's books, which I, you know, Medical Apartheid. Mm -hmm. And um, she did another book called Deadly Monopolies that talked about the monopolization mm. of um, the healthcare industry and how it's actually killing people, you know, in record numbers throughout the world. They're like the biggest, they're, they're committing the greatest genocide homicide ever in, 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 man, in, in the history of mankind. And there's another book called The Negro Project. I've heard of that. By a guy named Flurry, Negro Project. Yeah, I think I've heard oh, of that. Oh, you got to get that. Yeah. Negro Project. Oh, gotcha. you got to get it. Wow. Now, I'm... Gotta, those are references for people. And as far as the science is concerned, I'm going to tell you what I think you should do. Um, okay. Because we're in partnership with, I think, one of the greatest institutions in the country when it comes to this issue is NVIC. Okay. NVIC. They have all of the information that you want, every black American, every white American. You know, they're on that list with me too, you know. Um, <laughs> if you go to NVIC right now, man, I'm telling you, you, I want you to go on and start dragging some of that stuff down and use it as resources for yourself. They're the best in the world. Okay. Um, so our, our institution is about education, advocacy, and public policy. We're the, we're the new engine to the machine. Okay. okay. That's why I'm traveling all around the country talking to all kinds of people. And showing the documentary that I'm a, a co-producer in called oh. Medical Racism. Oh, okay. Tell me about that. When is that uh, uh, to be Medical Racism out? as a, a doctor. Bobby Kennedy from CHD, Children's Health Defense. Put that down on your list, too. You should go be looking at their newsletter. Okay. Um, they do a lot of great work, legal work. And um, they should watch Dale Bigtree's show, High Wire. Sign up for that. And then you'll, you'll get... You'll go down the rabbit hole, you'll never be the same again. Wow. I have the luxury, and God has blessed me to talk to some of the greatest scientists and greatest minds of our time about this issue. So anytime I can share them, I'll share a lot more offline with you. You know, people I think you should be listening to and talking to. Okay. Because it's right there in front of you. Yes. You see it right there. It's right there. I'm, I'm going to do that. So, you know, I want people to pick up that those books and read them, but I also want you to follow us at Urban Global Health Alliance. We do some great work, man. Yes, you now, do. You might not believe this, but... Our institution is only a year and a half old. Yeah, that's amazing, man. You've been so blessed. The growth that you've had with that institution over the last year and a half has been phenomenal. God definitely I, has his hand on you, brother. It's divine. It's way yes. beyond. Uh, it's divine, right? Yes. It, it really is being ordered. Yeah, there you go. My God. I like that. Steps have been ordered. A year and a half. That, and listen, I've been to 17 cities. I've been, you know, preaching the gospel. I've been you know, breaking down the science, you know, I've been talking to some of the greatest minds on the planet that have put their careers on the line to risk their survival for us, for us, black and white, mm -hmm. everybody for us. Right. See right. what I'm saying? For us. Yes. Yes. See, once you get in that space, you understand what that's all about. Okay. 
Right. This is a battle against humanity. You know, Kevin, I want to ask you something. Since, you know, we're talking about the Father a bit here. I want to know, in your opinion, is there a spiritual aspect to what we are seeing happening in the world today? Oh, this is, oh, this is, the, this is the ultimate war. Mm, okay. This is it. This is spiritual war at a whole nother level. Right. This is like, I mean, you gotta, you you have to, you have to wrap your mind around the fact that the forces that are in play now, this is for it all. I mean, like they want to rewrite your DNA. Yeah. 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 They want to also rewrite your language of faith. They want to be your God. Mm. They want to be our God. They want to be your breath. Oof. I know you mentioned I mean, transhumanism. You mentioned that a bit right. ago the as whole well. Concept, the whole concept of, of thinking that, you know, the emergence between technology and, and, and consciousness, mm -hmm. you know, was going to be a powerful tool to expand life and expand the universe. No, that's going to be total control of who you are. Yeah. And they're marketing it to you like it's this great thing. It's not. No. No, no, it's not. You got to look, go on my shows. I've been, I've been, I've probably interviewed about 300 times and I'm just on podcasts like this. It might be even more. I can't even keep up, mm. but everywhere I can go, everywhere I can tell the story, everywhere I can break that dam so we can get to the truth. Right. I'm going to do it. So I've been to 17 cities. I'm going to go to 111 on another tour. I'm going to do some great work with Angela Stan King on her tour. And my institution is growing every day. It's about empowering people with the right information to save their lives. This is not, this ain't play play. No, some serious not. stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And you got people in Las Vegas walking around like like it's okay. <laughs> Wear the mask of shame. Stay away from each other, but go to Las Vegas and do all of the crazy stuff and then come home and tell me, you know, <laughs> you live in a healthy life. You know, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying, sir. I know what you're saying. So uh, tell me about some of the projects you have coming up, man. You mentioned a few. Well, what's well, what's on the horizon for you? Right now, we're getting ready to do a – we're going into 24 cities, and we're taking out healthy um, – we're developing a program with an RV, and we're going to be going into all the cities trying to change the culture of health. Mm -hmm. Over the last several um, months, the year and a half, I've been going in and linking with other greater institutions to come up with, you know, how we create a healthy living pro protocol like Dr. Plasker. Dr. Christian Northrup, all of them. We're now connecting with all of them to give our people the right resources to get the right information to empower their personal lives, so empower themselves mentally, empower themselves spiritually. Not religiously, but spiritually. spiritually yes. Like come in alignment with the world and change the culture of health, which will do what? Empower our kids to be better citizens. There you go. The children, man. So they... all over the country, all over the country, man, that's what I've been doing, having those conversations and also fighting against tyrannical bills that are going to take your rights away from you to protect your children like they did in Washington. You know, a 16-year-old kid now can tell, can supersede the parent's authority and make a decision for itself. That's that's satanic. Oh that's satanic. And you know what? Where are, the, where are the parents? Where are the black parents? Of all people, where are they? They come out afterwards. Where were they? Just Where were they, Justin? Man. Oh, so you're talking about racism? Well, that, what is that? Right in your backyard. Right. Wow. So you want to blame that on somebody else? Mm. Are you Are you kidding me, man? For real? Change is needed. So think about that. Yes, change is needed. And you're You're doing exactly what needs to be done, man. I definitely commend so you. You got to go around the country. You know, we do a lot of like this this month, these next months. I'm going to be around. I'm going to. I think 
I mean, outside of all the tours I told you, I'm taking medical racism into every city. Excellent. Excellent. That I can possibly get to. I already did Maine. Um, I did uh, Las Vegas. Uh, we did, uh, uh, we did um, Colorado. Mm -hmm. And what was the other city we did? Yeah, I think we did four of them now. Please, please go to Detroit. I'm, I'm originally from Detroit, and I saw on the news today that they are offering people $50 to take the biologic. And they are even offering $50 to people who prefer people to take the biologic. That's yeah, ridiculous. you know why it's not working? You know, there was a study. John Hopkins did a study that was geared toward how to manipulate black Americans to take this biologic. Okay. Wow. Then the same school, all of the universities in America have been bought off by Big Pharma. Yeah. Yeah. There's no free thinking university in America. They've all been purchased by Big Pharma. Hmm. Wow. So what you're getting out of there, the fake, the cult science, don't believe any of it. The, the narratives... Don't believe any of it. It's a lie. All of them. What you're seeing on mainstream media is a perpetual lie 24 hours a day. I always always say nothing is as it seems. That is my mantra, if you will. And right. That, that so, is, so true. you know, for me as an institution, to be able to be an institution at this time in history and be led by a black American, man, to, uh, that understands, I think I have a decent understanding of the complexity of all of these social issues, economic issues community development issues, government issues, because that's my space. That I understand that science. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, right now, this is a special moment for me personally, because I get to come out and say, hey, this is what this is all about. Right. And let me tell you who's managing this. Let me, you know, we could be doing a lot of other things. We could be taking their money and developing a, a rationalization why you should go kill yourself. Right. <laughs> and I got to tell you, I don't believe a lot of black Americans in this country are running to take this biologic. That's a problem. That's why they're going into these communities wow. and giving us money, paying off our nonprofits, paying off our black mayors, okay. paying off the black church, using the pseudo intellectual to rationalize something that they don't even understand, then paying off women organizations to kill their own babies. Wow. So you figure that's why they're doing it because the blacks aren't running that. Wow. Makes sense. Makes sense. Huh. Interesting. Right. And blacks aren't doing it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. You need to write a book, Kevin. Any any plans? Well, to do yeah, that? I, I am going to write one. I'm going to write about this. My, you know, you know what I'm going to call the book? I have three titles for four books, four books I really want to write. Okay. But I, I got to get in this. I think I think next year is going to be my year. Yes. Yes. Then I write the first one. Okay. You know what the first one is going to be? What? Off the Cliff. Off the Cliff. Tell me about that. Why you come up with that title? Off the Cliff meaning that you know, with all of the, even the indoctrination that I might have subscribed to or mm -hmm. the, the, the gift that I have at articulating, you know, visions, you know, might have been selfish in some way, but always to empower my people and to build community. But then now that I'm older, I see that, I see the, I see the root of the evil in a very, very, very interesting way. And I think off the cliff was when I had to jump off the cliff to be able to tell the truth about what's going on in this world and how we are the proxies for some other group's wealth and power. But on the flip side, this health issue opened me up to all of that. Right. And I'm like, whoa, this is how the, the, the modern, modern day genocide looks like. Mm. This is what modern day slavery looks like. Here are all of the engines that make that run. Right. And I know about that. Mm -hmm. I grew up in that space. So now I'm like, you know what? So what is a brother going to do? Come and tell me what? 
what is the system going to do? Come and tell me what? <laughs> that much they can't. Well, what are you going to tell me? Right, right. Of right. course they can't, because I'll identify them immediately. I'm uh -huh. like, well, let me tell you who you are. Uh -huh. And let me tell you why you're here. And let me tell you why you don't know what you're talking about, because you never did anything in your life. Damn. You're a performer. We want to be owners. We don't need a performer. We want to be owners. So Flip Wilson owned. James Brown owned. Yeah. Prince owned. Right, right. Those guys were just not. Michael Jackson owned. Right, right. Quincy Jones owned. Mm -hmm. Miles Davis owned. Mm -hmm. Those are men. And the sisters, they own. Now we're just proxies for the corporation of white supremacy. Mm. Powerful stuff, sir. Powerful stuff. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and uh, wrap things up here, Kevin. I, I definitely appreciate having you on the show. One last question for you sir before you go if you would please leave our listeners with a piece of love something that they can take with them as they move forward well first of all you should go outside tomorrow and hug somebody <laughs> you know be human don't let them snatch that away from you. right okay right second of all i think as a group we have to do some deep 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 soul searching mm. And that means, like my grandmother would say, shame the devil and tell the truth. If not, we will always be in this position Ooh, as a slave. The third thing we need to do is we need to cast out the demons in our community that have been using us and profiting off of us and, you know, wholesaling our power for their personal gain. We need to, like, we need to break that spell. Okay. We need to break that spell. Right now. And then the, the most important thing is, two of the most important things, I believe, is you can't never be afraid because fear will corrupt your soul. So we have to move past our fear. And you can't do what you know is right. That's what Martin Luther King said. If you lived in fear, once you live in fear, that cuts off a part of your brain. You can't operate. Man, that fear is something else. I've learned a lot about dealing with so, fear myself. Right, right. And so the last thing I think that we have to do as a nation is find our God courage. Ooh. Because if we don't find our God courage, if we don't pick up that sword of justice, they will wipe us out. Find our God, man, that just hit me something serious. Find our God courage. Love that. Pick up that sword. Man. The same sword that protected you and I. Yes. The same sword that fought against the injustice that they think they're fighting against. And they're not fighting against injustice. They're fighting against horror. Mm. They're fighting against perpetual slavery. Yeah. You see, so you got to find your God courage because no one will love you when you find your God courage because you're seeking only the truth. You said no and one will God love courage, you. No one will love you when you find that God courage. That's very interesting. If you're seeking God courage, nobody will love you because you're always seeking the truth. And so you now see who everybody is, the truth seekers and the truth deniers. Kevin, that resonates with me so much because when I was in prayer recently, the Father told me, audible just like you and i are speaking he said your 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 journey your road will be will sometimes be a lonely one because you're going to speak the truth so to hear you say that man it just brings it full circle to me or for me i should say hey listen man i gotta tell you i love you man i i'm so i, I mean i'm glad we're talking because i don't you know like real men you know we've just surrendered you know i mean not real men these guys just surrendered Mm -hmm. They just gave up their power. Right, right. Our, our homes are broken because we, we break them. So we can repair them. When you break something, you can fix it. There you go. Yes, sir. So our communities are sick with a virus, 
never mind this thing, that thing, which was we could talk about that another day. Right. I'll tell you all about that. But there's a deeper virus in our community. We need to purge it. Mm. So that's oh. where I'm at, man. Thank you. Thank you. So thank we, you. Um, show me what, um, send it to me where you can, um, I can share it okay. on my platforms. Okay. But I want everybody to come and join us th this evening. Um, go to um, urbanglobalhealthalliance.com. Um, join us at Freedom Airway and see this company we're growing. This is brilliant. Become a member. It's a membership, and the member it'll break it all down. But it's all about being free. Okay. Um, you know, just open up your minds and, like I said, find your God coach. There you go. But come and join us at Urban Global Health Alliance. We all we definitely need donations. We need all support we get because I'm not taking any money from the government. I'm not taking any money from Big Pharma. I'm not taking any money from anybody. This is about contributions to grow a global institution that has an independent voice. There it is. Mr. Kevin Jenkins, I want to thank you so much for being a guest today on the Hidden Gateway podcast. You are so inspiring. Your words are powerful and blessings to you as you continue to step into your greatness, serving humanity, and doing the Father's work. May you continue thank to be you, blessed. And to the listeners of the Hidden Gateway podcast, we really hope you enjoyed this episode. We want you to stay connected with us directly through HiddenGateway.com. You can also join in on the discussion on Twitter and Instagram as well. And if you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through support at TheHiddenGateway.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. Don't forget to like and subscribe to stay fully up to date. So this concludes this week's episode. Until next time, stay positive, stay questioning. Be love and be free. The Hidden Gateway, out.